This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. We're getting a ton of email on this, and... I made my statement on it uh, earlier today, and that's all I'm going to say on this. This, quote, feud, this holy war uh, that uh, Sean Hannity thinks that I'm waging against him. Um, and I ask that you don't judge Sean Hannity on this. And I'd love it if you didn't judge me on this, too, but, you know, whatever. Um, but if you're a fan of mine... Please don't judge Sean Hannity on what he's doing, because as I have always said, <laughs> stop it. As I have always said, we have uh, strong disagreements with people that we really respect who really think the exact opposite of us uh, at this point. If we you- don't have we don't have a good choice. And so whatever. However, there's a couple of things that I do have to correct on this, and I want you to know it. First of all, um, the only one that is going to be responsible for Trump winning or Trump losing is Donald Trump. Donald Trump um, clearly came out at the very beginning. He said he doesn't need nor does he want people like me. Um, he was going, his strategy was, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to bring all kinds of new people who don't want to vote for Hillary Clinton, and I'm going to bring over those people who are voting for Bernie Sanders. That didn't work. And that's who we went after. I know. Yeah. You didn't go after us. Right. That's, that's, that didn't work. We told you it wouldn't work. Um, the polls showed in every single poll except for one that Donald Trump was the worst performing candidate head-to-head with Hillary Clinton. Throughout the entire primary. Right. Against every flavor of Republican Correct. opponent, he performed worse. Correct. And the people who were supporting him cherry-picked, as they always do, cherry-picked the polls that showed him doing well and then said all of the polls against Hillary are either false, fake, skewed, or because he hasn't even started on Hillary yet. Um, and so the only one to blame is Hillary Clinton, uh, is Donald, uh, Donald Trump. Trump. For example, Glenn, is it never Trump's fault that currently in Pennsylvania, Hillary Clinton has 36 field offices and Trump has two? Is it, is it never Trump's fault that in North Carolina, Clinton has 30 field offices and Trump has zero? Is it never Trump's yes, fault he's that been New... so upset he hasn't been able to attend to the business? <laughs> oh, really? Campaign. Yeah. Oh, in New Hampshire, yes. 17 for Clinton, one for Trump. In wow. Florida, Clinton has 34 field offices. Trump has one. Wow. Are those, is that the fault of never Trump? Are we influencing him so much he's refusing to open up field offices in swing states? I want to make sure I understand the theory here because it doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Well, it doesn't make sense and there's no reason to lead the... the a little fired up there. I know. So just, uh, if only you'd gotten to me before midnight last night when I read the Hannity thing and then <laughs> posted on Facebook. If only. Oh, darn it. 
It wouldn't have stopped you, I have a feeling. Because it hasn't stopped you yet this morning, and I'm sitting right in front of you. By the way, if you need a source for capitalized words, go to fat, or go to Pat Gray's Facebook page. Go to Fat page. Gray. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That's I heard that. Now, if wow, I was going to make a fat Gray. joke, I'd make wow. it about Jeffy. What I'm saying is... He was looking at Jeffy when he said that. <laughs> that is, that's true, too. Um, anyway, um, so the only person to blame uh, is is Donald Trump. And quite honestly, um, we, we know this because there were people that were fighting for Marco Rubio and that were never Trump, and they didn't win. There were people like us that were fighting for Ted Cruz, and we didn't win. If we couldn't, if we couldn't get the nominee to be Ted Cruz, we certainly are not powerful enough to stop Donald Trump from winning. And remember, Donald Trump knows how to put people in their place knows how to cut through all the media BS, is going to reach out to new and exciting people. In his own words, he doesn't want us, he doesn't need us. It is his failure to make the case. Mm -hmm. He has reached out um, to this show's audience through advertising. I'm perfectly willing to take his advertising dollars. I am not censoring him. I'm not trying to keep him away from you and seeing things. Whatever. Oh, we invited him on the show. We've invited him on the show. Right. Whatever. It's his job to reach out to you. Um, and, and that's okay. And that's okay. I don't believe in him for other reasons, which I got into earlier on today's show. But it's no one's fault if he wins or loses. Period. As Stu pointed out this morning, <clears throat> you are responsible for your own actions. You're not responsible for anybody else's. You're responsible for yours. So the ones who are voting are the ones responsible. Period. Certainly not even the, the, the fault of someone who voted in another way uh, in the primary and is now in the general saying, you know what, I can't have Hillary Clinton. I've got to vote for Trump. Those people are not at fault for Donald Trump at all. I mean, it, it, the only people who are in fault for Donald Trump are, is Donald Trump, number one, and the rest of the people who voted for him. If you voted for him, well, then obviously you do hold some responsibility for the person you voted for. But outside of that, I mean, you know. We have the wrong person running. um, We have, honestly, we had the greatest opportunity next to Barack Obama. I think that Barack Obama, when he was elected, was a miss of the greatest opportunity any president has ever had. If Barack Obama would have been a uniter, not a divider, and would have been a healer of race relations, we would have taken off in a completely different direction, and we would have had a whole new American century in front of us. It could have been a lot of healing. Oh, my gosh. It would have been the greatest thing that ever happened. I think it will go down as the biggest um, missed opportunity in all of American history. Second biggest is this election. We had a chance to right the ship and go back to principles. We didn't because we just wanted to win at all costs. Um, and so we, we stopped listening to reason and we also let fear play a role. And so we stopped listening to reason. Yeah, all of these things... with your use of the word we here, but I understand. Whatever. Right. So anyway. You're but there are... In the people. royal sense. Okay, so the second thing I want to say is that... I want to clear something up. I want to play what Sean Hannity said yesterday, just one part in particular that needs to be cleared up. 
play it, please. Okay. Um, here he comes. It's coming. The audio vault is about to open up, and here he comes. And here it comes. He's walking right through it. In He's looking for the S story. and the H. You need a good like, sound He's effect looking. of a vault opening. But yes. then that would also be on the sound machine. <laughs> the sound machine, and he would, here it is. For the rest of you all out there, let me just say, whether you want to hear it or not, I don't care if you're Wall Street Journal, some people at National Review like Jonah Goldberg, National Review in general, you know, with all due respect... Uh-huh. My, both my kids Stop are it. pretty competitive athletes. <laughs> and we'll, you, you know uh, that really... Stop it, please. Wanna, I've got I'll things to say. We're going to run out of time. One of the things you learn being an athlete is you got to learn to be a gracious winner <clears throat> and a good loser if you lose. You can't be a sore loser in life. Isn't that driving you out of your mind, though? Would that you drives me out of my <laughs> I mind. I mean, does he not understand someone holding to a set of principles? Apparently not. Not. And some of you people are acting like sore loser, mm. crybaby, bad sports, wow. pick your toys up and go home type of people. Mm. Now, my promise to my audience in March of 2015 was I'm going to give as much airtime to all the candidates on radio and TV and let the people decide. Uh-huh. And, and they decided in record right. numbers. Please Donald stop Trump. it. And then I said in March of 2016 that I'm going to support the nominee and some of you are going to be emotional. And I knew that this was going to happen. Well, let me just say to all of you, and that includes the commentator class, that includes the Jonah Goldberg class, that includes, you know, radio talk show host Glenn Beck is like on a, it's a holy war for him at this point. I mean, he's he's off the rails, attacking me every day, blaming me for Trump. Okay, stop. Well, no, uh, I was stop, stop, stop. Let me please. I actually had a hard time sleeping last night after that. My son said to me. But, Dad, just a few months ago, he stood next to you and looked me in the eye and said, I want you to remember that your dad is one of the biggest patriots in this country. He said, did he mean that or not? And I said, yes, he did. We are just in disagreement right now, and we're having problems because all of us feel like we're trapped in a barn fire. And so we don't know what to do. He said, have you said things about him on the air? And I, the first thing I heard, the first thing when I heard this yesterday afternoon, somebody came into my office and told me, I said, I want you to go back and I want you to look in the last four to six months, and I want you to find everything that I said because I have to see where this came from. I then, last night, before I went to bed, I read, I I did a search of my email box, and I read everything that Sean and I have written to each other in the last couple of months. And quite honestly, we're pretty hard on each other. But we've been fair, I thought. We were fair to each other. I tried to be. Um, And I think he was trying to be as well. And... But we were hard on each other. That's what you do. That's what you do. Um, And I went to bed. About 2 o'clock in the morning, I got up and I remembered because I was laying in bed. And I'm thinking, what the hell caused this? What has caused this? Because I had gotten a note from the producers going, Glenn, here's what you said on the air. And I've read it all. What's caused this? Then I remembered that Oliver Darcy, who used to work for me, 
wrote something about the media or something over the weekend, and it involved Sean. I did not comment on that. I didn't contact him. I didn't want to be a part of that story. He used quotes from me that he got someplace else. I don't know, but I don't think I have to go back and read it. I don't think there was anything bad in that. And then I remembered, oh my gosh, I wrote to Oliver after that story came out and I wrote him a pretty long thing. And God, did I say something in that that could have said, I mean, I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I cause this? I got up and I read the letter and there's nothing about Sean, nothing. It's, I actually say, Oliver, you're missing the point because he was going after the media. You're missing the point. Look for the people who are standing and not the people in the media, but the people who are at the local level that are standing and taking body blow after body blow for their principles. Look for those people because that will inspire people. I want to show you, he just said that we are in a religious jihad against him and talking about him every day. Holy war. Well, sorry, holy war. Mm-hmm. For, the last, for the last four months, I have mentioned him four times. I'm sorry, seven times. In those seven times, most of them were things like, uh, I said he's going, to be, he's, he's going to be the press secretary at the White House if Trump wins. I didn't say that in a derogatory way. I really believe he's going to try to be the press secretary of, of Donald Trump if he wins. And we said in that he'd be good at it. Yeah, I think he'd be great. Right. You said, I think this was off the air. Why would you trade a radio show for that? And I said, because you've made enough money. You've, you've done your thing. Now to work and have that on, the, on your resume, that you were the press secretary of a president, that'd be a big deal. That's something he believes in. Yes, I mean, yes. Uh, right. Um, uh, other things that I, uh, there was Fox news personality precedent for that too. I, I, it, no. Right. Yeah. I also said in the past, one of the seven things that I've said, um, I also said that I thought this was on the exit of Roger Ailes that I thought that Sean Hannity and, and Bill O'Reilly could leave Fox news. And that was because of what was in their contract, right. a key man clause, which I had. And we talked about it, and I said, everybody that I know of, including Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly, could leave now if Roger leaves. That was neither good nor bad. But I want to show you the things um, that I, I think are the worst things that we said about Sean Hannity. So you know, I don't think there's anything bad in any of these. But I want you to decide. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I, I know that um, sometimes people get mad at each other for misunderstandings and because they're listening to other people lie about what other people are saying. Um, and uh, we went back and we looked into the seven things that we have said about Sean Hannity, and most of them are, are meaningless. Um, they were just commenting on things at the time. There are four things that, um, where we got in-depth on something, um, but I want you to hear them so you know, and I want Sean to hear them so he knows exactly what was said. Here, here they are. Let me go to Sean Hannity and what he said last night, because I actually agree with him on some things. Listen to this monologue. You so I, bastard. I, 
<laughs> you holy war. Okay, come on. And I want to get through all of these before the bottom of the hour. All right. Go ahead. So these how are do we solve this problem? We can either sit here and go back and forth. Sean said that he went on in his monologue calling people crybabies, et cetera, et cetera. And I was very offended by that. But I immediately thought, you know what? I've said things like that about the other side. I have said, I've said things uh, and disparaged people on the other side. And I regret it. Shouldn't have done it. So how am I going to point the finger at Sean Hannity and say, hey, I, you know, no, I did it too. We should stop that. And start to understand that there is one thing that we can come together. There's one thing I can stand with Sean Hannity on and will stand with Sean Hannity on. And it won't be who to vote for. Although I have never said do not vote for Donald Trump. Well, at least not since the end of the primary. I mean, certainly you. Yeah, during the primary. So, yes, I, I have said since the end of the primary, I cannot. But I understand those who do. I really do. I understand why. Okay. Because Hillary Clinton is so bad. So basically, basically that's saying, don't, don't, don't. I'm not going to judge him on that. I disagree with him. Go ahead. Next. We had to beat Hillary Clinton and we warned. And it's not, it's not, if we weren't powerful enough to get uh, Ted Cruz to be the nominee, we're certainly not powerful enough to have Donald Trump trailing by 13 points. No. I mean, if we could, if we had the power of 13 points, it, Ted Cruz would be the, the nominee. nominee right now. You and your math. Yeah, I know. So anyway, so um, it's not us. We agree, Sean, with you that Hillary Clinton is a disaster. And um, and hey, they're the, all like I, this. So please, for the love of Pete, for the love of Pete, there's no holy war going on here. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.